It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. I feel, I feel a bit, I feel a bit, I mean, apologetic that I'm bringing you such an unrelenting array of utterly miserable news this morning. I, I am so gobsmacked by those energy prices. I think everyone will be. Um, numerous different um, energy analysts uh, talking uh, yesterday and giving their, their predictions of what's going to happen, uh, saying that it's basically every, every month we hear it's far worse than we heard last month, which is far worse than we heard the month before, which is far worse than we heard the month before that. We are now looking at an energy bill... For January, just for the month of January, coldest month of the year, of course, of £500 on average in a household, £500 and £4,000 for the whole year. And those energy prices set to stay sky high uh, through all the way uh, through 2023 until 2024 and remaining above £3,000 a year. That warning from the National Grid uh, that there's a risk of electricity supply shortages, especially in the first half of December this year. We're going to be importing energy from uh, Europe, of course, so will everybody be trying to do. Uh, and therefore, with gas supplies being cut off by Russia, as many are predicting they will be, already down to just 20% of normal supplies, things are going to get a heck of a lot worse before they even start to think about getting better. So I want to know, how are you going to cope? Genuinely, I think there are millions of families right now saying, I have no idea how I'm going to cope this winter paying those bills, uh, choosing between uh, heating and eating and all those other bills. So I want to know from you, how will you cope? But also, what should the government do to help? What can the government do to help? Uh, text me on 8722 with the word talk at the beginning of your message or tweet me at Talk TV. We'll get as many of your messages on air as possible. Um, joining me all this morning is uh, Conservative commentator Ali Mirage, who joins us. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little bit blown away by these figures and I think an awful lot of people will be absolutely gobsmacked and frankly have no idea how they're going to deal with it. That's right, Julia. But is it really a surprise? I mean, I think the number is shocking in terms of £3,850 now being sort of put out there that uh, energy prices could go up to that level. And this is all around the fact that Ofgem, the the energy regulator, looks at these uh, price caps every six months or so. It might actually look at them every three months or so. So it might actually even be uh, more rapid. But fundamentally, we have a situation where there is a war in Europe. 
Russia was always going to try and inflict economic pain, and yeah. certain European leaders are it's saying retaliation for the sanctions we well, put on them. Obviously, but they're saying they're weaponizing energy. Well, of course they are. I mean, Putin's not going to make life easy when you put seven rounds of sanctions against him. And I'm not saying that that was the wrong thing to do, but we just need to be yeah. open and honest what, about what the did they think would happen. But again, what did we, we only have five percent of our gas supplies? From we're Russia. lucky. Uh, we're, 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 uh, relatively. Is it, is it is it luck or was I mean we we may hey we did one thing right. I mean. Well done, British government over the years, for goodness sake. But we've got, you know, we've got barely any nuclear power stations. We Most of them are on their way out. We've, we've finally given the go-ahead uh, to a new one, which we're going to get the French help build. I mean, I know I, we were going to let the Chinese build it a few months, a few years ago. I mean, genuinely insane policies. We're not fracking for the wonderful, fantastic shale gas. It is under our feet in the north half of this country. Um, we've not been exploration, you know, the exploration of, of North Sea oil and gas hasn't gone as far as it, it should have. Um, and, um, we, we, oh, you know, we're all going to go to renewables by 20, 20, 2050 in terms of the net zero policy. That was always going to be a disaster if you're not going to have the backup of large and lots of gas power stations and nuclear power stations as well for your electricity and your gas. And by the way, nuclear power can't replace gas. There are an awful lot of industries that need gas, not electricity. And I'm sorry, you can't generate gas in a nuclear power station. You know, I'm, I'm not an expert in these things, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. But when when countries like Germany and Italy were relying, I mean, the insane, I would say almost immoral decision to rely on Russian gas supplies for their energy needs. Did no one who all these incredibly clever people, all those those experts we hear so much about, did no one think that this might just possibly go wrong, given that this country was run by a murderous dictator who had a habit of invading countries? Well, look, Olaf Scholz, uh, three days after the... The uh, German Chancellor now. The German Chancellor, three days after the invasion... Uh, of Ukraine on the 24th of uh, February, called it an Zeitenwende, an epoch-changing event. And he was absolutely right, because this invasion by Russia uh, has turned on its head three decades of defence and foreign policy and energy security energy, policy yeah. uh, of, of the But the Germans. whole point is we haven't had... The West has not had an energy security policy. America has. America has been fracking its little heart out um, to make sure that they are energy secure. One of the world's biggest suppliers of oil... And now Gaspar, they're pretty much self-sufficient. They wanted to not be reliant on Middle East oil. Well, and Middle East right. gas supplies. They wanted to make sure that, you know what, something goes on in some crazy country on the other side of the world. It doesn't actually impact their economy and their defence. And that's what we should have done. I've said it on the show all this week. You know, the commentator made the point. You, you're actually in a situation where you got we are an island nation. We are surrounded by oil and we've got gas and coal under our feet. But we are suddenly going to be facing a situation where the national grid is saying, oh, we're worried about providing energy and some electricity supply to you in the first half of December. Well, this is the issue, uh, Julie, that we have to face in terms of, I think a lot of people and most people would be wanting to decarbonize and get to net zero. But you also then have to balance that with the issue of keeping the lights on uh, at least it's not a balance. No, it's not about no, we should move towards cleaner energy and where cleaner energy can be found, we should be using cleaner energy where that's possible. But to basically not only bankrupt ourselves economically, but also um to I mean impoverish impoverish people families, which is what this is going to do. This is gonna plunge people into economic 
I mean, disaster. Millions upon millions of families who go out to work and do everything right and they're not going to be able to to heat and light their homes and also pay their other bills. it's, It's an absolute disaster. But at the same time, also to make us so vulnerable, the fact that you've got countries like Germany who go, oh, oh, shall we send weapons to, to Ukraine to help a, a fellow democratic state being invaded by Russia? Or shall we, shall we? Well, we don't want to upset Russia because we get all our gas from them. You can't make sensible geopolitical and moral decisions in the situations like the invasion of Ukraine if you are beholden to the invader. Well, indeed. And then you've also got uh, Joe Biden going cap in hand to Mohammed bin Salman yeah. in Saudi Arabia to increase uh, OPEC supply of oil. And, and uh, didn't given work. The situation. Boris Johnson went as well. And they are, again, it's a choice by the OPEC uh, producers to not increase the supply. It's a it, choice. It, indeed. Look, you've got to... Well, they need to be told. They need to be told. You know, pick a side. I actually, actually randomly at an event, because I go to these sort of weird events, I was actually speaking to the, um, the Saudi ambassador. Uh, at an event in the last month, genuinely, I was introduced to him and I said, when are you going to pick a side? I'm not very good at diplomacy, by the way. There was a cabinet minister with us who was going, who was sort of looking in absolute horror. I said, no, seriously, when are you going to pick a side? Uh, because, you know, are you on the Russian side or you're on our side? When are you going to start producing the oil? And he sort of looked rather uncomfortable. I said, no, I, I, if I was in government, I'd have made you pick a side by now. If you're on the side of the West... Then, then let's you know, let's yeah, but, let's yeah, but, let's yeah. establish right now. We stop selling you weapons, and, and frankly, you're cut off. Julia, that's fair, fair enough. But then remember that with us or against it, black and white uh, thinking that George W. Bush uh, uh, was an exponent of, which ended in a complete fiasco in Iraq. So I think we need to also grow up in terms of our geopolitical reality. I mean, talking about there's a lot of coverage about China as well in the papers yep. today about the National Security Advisor talking about us being, you know, potentially uh, those we lines miscalculate of, our way, in miscalculate our way, the lines of communication. I mean, Nikita Khrushchev, the the uh, Russian, uh, the Soviet premier in 1962 who faced off against Kennedy. In, in the Cuban Missile Crisis, his great-granddaughter, Nina Khrushcheva, has said we're closer to a nuclear conflagration than we have been for decades because those channels are not working and we have to get real, we have to grow up and have some respect for geopolitics. I mean, yeah. Nancy Pelosi is going to Taiwan. For what purpose? I mean, you're dealing with China here. If you think, if we think she's Russia, going to Taiwan to show American support fine. for so if we well, think, to if, dissuade the Chinese from invading. Well, if we think Russia is is like uh, affecting us badly, China, we are so oh. embedded with supply chains, yeah. right? That is just really. Do we but, want to go? But there? again, we've we've slept, walked into this again. These are the experts, the people who've been in charge, who know better than all of us. Remember those people? Yeah done a really good job so far um i'm quite angry this morning i genuinely the fact that we're going to seriously do not vote for anybody who is still signing up for net zero folks because if they're still signing up for net zero they are condemning us to these prices that we're looking at and they're condemning us to a situation where we are reliant on china and russia and other states who by the way ain't going for net zero they're laughing at us Uh, this is uh, this is seriously one of the single biggest issues and it impacts on everything else unless there's a wake-up call by the people there ain't going to be a wake-up call by the politicians because they think it's a popular policy trust me come january it definitely won't be the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.